0: Hey, everyone. It's Evelyn, your host of Now I Get It, today's entertainment business news in five minutes or less. Can you believe the slap episode was just last week? Doesn't it feel like a month ago? Well, that's not what today's episode is about. Come on, everyone. That is so last week. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Elon Musk buying a 9% stake in Twitter and why I don't think it's going to live up to the hype that everyone in the news is making it out to be this week. So for the background... Elon Musk dropped $2.9 billion to join Twitter's board of directors, making him the company's largest shareholder. For context, Twitter co-founder and old CEO Jack Dorsey only owns a little over 2% of the company. Uh, If you didn't realize, Jack Dorsey actually stepped down as CEO this past November, and he's actually going to be leaving the Twitter board totally um, in a few months this May. According to an SEC filing, which is the Security Exchange Commission, Elon Musk would only be a class two director and his term at the company will expire in 2024. Elon Musk can't own more than 14.9% of common stock. So, first of all, what does this actually mean for Twitter? Because of the percent that he owns, anything under 10% of a company as a shareholder is considered a passive state. Anything more than 10%, you're considered an active or activist shareholder. So historically, passive shareholders really don't try to show too much control over a company's decision making. However, Elon Musk might be an exception to that just because of the size of his personality. But there is a checks and balances. Twitter's board of directors already has 11 members. Elon is going to be their 12th board member. Um, so if there were any decisions Elon wanted to get pushed, there's 11 other people he needs to convince to be on his side. So just because Elon Musk bought 9% doesn't mean he's the CEO, chairman, or president of Twitter, right? That's what I think we need to remember. However, this week, the t- real Twitter CEO, Prague Agrawal, tweeted that when he, in his recent conversations with Elon, He felt that Elon would bring great value to the board and that he thought Elon was, quote, unquote, a passionate believer, and intense critic of the service, which is exactly what we need on Twitter and in the boardroom to make the company stronger in the long term. Jack Dorsey also tweeted this week, of course, where else would they put their thoughts, that he felt Elon Musk cares deeply about our world and Twitter's role in it. Although this was a surprise to the public and definitely the media, Twitter is like fully behind it and like, and give him their blessing. What kind of changes do we think Twitter can do? If Elon is able to make some changes, I actually think there'll be good changes. Elon Musk is a big idea guy and Twitter is desperately in need of big ideas. The crazy thing about Twitter that most people don't realize is that its stock price today, well, the stock price before Elon Musk got involved this week, was the same price as when it IPO'd in 2013. So let me just remind you that as far as big ideas since 2013, since 2013, Facebook has become Instagram, Oculus, WhatsApp, and now Metaverse, and Twitter has allowed longer tweets. Since 2013, Google has become Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Maps, Waze, Android phones and Twitter has become audio rooms like Clubhouse. And that was only a recent pandemic innovation, by the way. So there's been plenty of critique on what's been taking Twitter so long to evolve and improve. And Elon Musk has actually been one of Twitter's harshest critics on areas of improvement, especially about free speech principles. Um, So I actually think, you know, whatever Elon decides to do for Twitter, it will shift Twitter in a more innovative um, progressive direction. Another reason why I don't think it's going to be as big of an impact as the media is covering is Elon, like I said, he's not the CEO of Twitter. He actually still has plenty of other real companies he is the leader of, such as Tesla, SpaceX, the boring company. That project about implanting a chip in humans' brains, and who knows what else he's overseeing right now. Like I said, he's not the CEO of Twitter. This reminds me the most of when Amazon founder Jeff Bezos bought the Washington Post newspaper back in 2013. Um, He bought that at $250 million, and today the Washington Post still runs pretty independently with loose oversight from Jeff Bezos. So it's Friday. I love to share what I've been recently watching and why we'll watch this upcoming weekend. First of all, tonight I watched the season finale of Severance on Apple TV+. My God, please run, don't walk to watch this show. It is so good. Also, recently I watched Everything Everywhere All at Once, the movie with Michelle Yeoh. Um, it was the best movie I've seen since Parasite. So once again, if you have the opportunity to go see this movie, it is exciting, jaw-dropping, funny, dramatic, endearing. It's so many things. Um, but I just feel lucky to like uh, be in a moment when this movie can be made. This weekend, I'll continue watching new episodes of We Crashed on Apple TV+, Plus, Atlanta on FX, Julia on HBO Max. This food styling is so beautiful on this show, and the story is way more inspiring than people realize. It's way better than Julie and Julia, that Amy Adams, Meryl Streep movie. And finally, hopefully, maybe I'll start Pachinko on Apple TV+. Plus. That's it for today's episode, everyone. I hope you enjoyed. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.